It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. If I don't want to hear myself read today's devotional with this voice, I can't imagine you want to hear me read it with this voice. So, back in the saddle to read today's devotional is my lovely wife again. And just in case you forgot her name. the courtroom TV sitcom joke. I've seen it played out in many episodes. If things were getting out of hand in a courtroom, the judge would pound the gavel and declare order, order in the court. Then usually someone involved in all the ruckus, a person would light up and respond, I'll have an order of salami on rye. No matter which character it was, order was important. The Gospel of Luke begins with order in mind. Most of our translations read Luke's purpose for writing the book like this. I, too, decided, after investigating everything carefully for the very first, to write an orderly account for you, and that was after he acknowledged that many others had already written orderly accounts. I've wondered, why was that an important part for Luke's writing? Colossians 4 mentions Luke and calls him a doctor, or the healer, On one hand, let's not assume the image of our modern doctors fit that of someone like Luke. On the other hand, it's not so far-fetched an idea to consider Luke to be a thorough thinker. That is, facts mattered to him. Order did too. So when he sets to write down the story of Jesus, he does so with truth and order in mind. Still, why is that important? Thankfully, the story of Jesus has been shared throughout generations. It's hard to determine, though, within all that sharing, how the story of Jesus has changed. You know what I mean. The stories around the dinner table seem to evolve over the years, don't they? One year, someone remembers something that hadn't been a part of the retelling of your family's favorite memory so far. Other facts get forgotten. Depending on who's telling the story, more meaning or excitement may be given to different parts. That's a reality of storytelling. So Luke seems to want to be a part of making sure the story of Jesus doesn't go through such changes. Unfortunately, and you'll see this even more with the holiday season coming, we can't help but rearrange the story of Jesus. To be fair, the gospel writers do too. Each had a particular purpose and audience for their writing. That seems to influence how they tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. My concern is that our rearrangements can be more attributed to a lack of knowing the details. For example, we don't blink an eye as our nativity scenes or Christmas stories tell a revised or romanticized edition of the gospel story. I know, I said we can't help but rearrange the story of Jesus, but we can. You can. You do so by making sure you know the story as it is written. That means you take study of scripture seriously, which means you take time to study scripture seriously. It seems that Luke thought having an orderly account of the story of Jesus was important for the well-being of the saints of God. As such, we do well to not just love the story, but love it enough to know it. Stay blessed.